Welcome to the Wednesday Live with Renee and Friends, uh, because this is the first one, but there's many more to come. In fact, next Wednesday at one o'clock, I'll be having H. Stock Berry with me uh, from the Shaman's Portal, who's also an author. And upcoming after that, I have a really cool photographer and a Vedic uh, healer. So what this are going to be is they're going to be conversations because in my worldview, I don't believe that there's one right way, that there's not one journey to the top of the mountain. There's so many paths up that mountain, but when you get there, the view is essentially the same. Uh, and I only mean that it's that you're seeing it with clear eyes, that you're present in your life. Uh, you don't easily get blown over by the wind because you have deep roots and you know what you stand for. And so this wind clan uh, is a place where we hold where we hold some medicine together with the wind whistles. And uh, I don't know if you who's here or not, but I have this new uh, book called Winds of Spirit came out over a week ago with Hay House. And one of the things that I noticed that that as we've been gathering in this wind clan is that the group went from zero to almost 1,500 people in less than a year. And I was as surprised as most because when I first started out on this journey, I thought like, well, it's a book about the wind. Who's going to love the wind with me? And and what I found, and I thought, well, you know, maybe people are going to join in. What continued to happen was that really people who had done a lot of work in their lives, a lot of spiritual work, a lot of healing work, a lot of shamanic work, started joining in the wind clan and they're, they're like, yeah, this is really what I've been looking for. And for my friends who know me, I'm known as the practical shaman. And why is that? Because I'm just like, let's be a matter of fact, let's get it done. Let's see how this goes. And so sometimes I get absolutely, absolutely stunningly surprised that these amazing winds of spirit, these, this deep ancient wisdom teaching, uh, chose, chose me. And, and I say that with a lot of humility because I keep finding that there's a lot of people with a lot more information and, a, you know, just as much healing as I do showing up to hold space for this work. And so we're launching this, um, Wednesday with Renee with one of those people that I find to be very much walking her talk. So let me introduce our guest, since she's been sitting there, uh, Darcy Deming Fisher. And she has a, a lifelong journey communicating with imaginary and ima animal friends in her family's 40-acre farm in upstate New York, where she began training show jumpers at the ripe age of 12. Five years in the Australian outback enabled her to understand the value and the connection of energetic web of life surrounding all things. In the late 80s, Darcy returned to the U.S. and had a thriving training and equine rehabilitation ranch near Sedona, Arizona. During the clinic at the ranch, a Cherokee elder approached Darcy and asked if she'd be willing to study with her so that she could pass on the old ways. Even though she is a Cherokee-trained shaman, Darcy considers herself an apprentice adept, always interested in expanding her abilities and knowledge. The outdoor world of nature has always been Darcy's cathedral. It is there where she works with nature and the elemental spirits in a humble way to help to heal the land and the inhabitants, many of which have resided there for centuries. Oh my God, here comes Sami. 
Darcy's first book in, you have to see her, in the young adult series coming out in July of this year, Sage Stone, The Magic Between the Worlds, uh, is already being touted as the next Harry Potter series with a magic that she can actually use. She currently lives in Tubac, Arizona, where her and her husband, Mike, have a gallery called La, how do you say that? La Esplendida. La Esplendida. All right. So, so one thing that Darcy brought to my attention, and I'm not sure if it's because other people have reached out to her or what, is that here we are, we have these magical, magical wind whistle, whistling tools. And, you know, I play them often, but I haven't really shown people how to make them magically their own. So today we thought we'd have a conversation about how do you make, you know, how do you make a piece of sage medicine? Like when I pick this, I always go up and thank the plant and I always give it some water. And, you know, and the man who's making these wraps them in this beautiful um, violet wrapping or pink wrapping paper because he realized they're being used for sacred, um, sacred ceremony. So yeah. she wanted to talk about how you can liven up your wind whistle. And I, I want to just start by saying this is her approach to how she did it. Somebody else was using a new magical disc that they made, and they might be here. And um, so there's many, many ways. But today we're going to learn how Darcy made her whistle magical. Well, it was magical, but how she enlivened it. You can go on with what you're thinking. Well, thank you, Renee. First of all, I want to tell you that I'm almost done reading your book. It is wow. phenomenal. Um, it's a magical book, just like these wind whistles are really magical. It feels magical, uh, doesn't it? I just yeah. feel it is and, magical. And these feel very magical, too, your wind whistles. Oh, yeah, they uh, are. Well, and what I want people to realize is, you know, when you're holding your wind whistle, these these are born out of, mother, out of the soil. They're Mother Earth's body combined with water with her blood. These are really powerful tools. And they're, they're created, like you said, by this gentleman with loving hands in the same way that a lot of our sacred pipes are developed. Mm -hmm. right? Which I um, also carry. Do you carry a pipe? Yeah, I, I have a surround set of tools here that I use, yes. <laughs> and I do the ceremony with every single one of them. Um, sometimes I'll find a feather and it's really magical and I do the ceremony to wake it up, find out its name and find out information about it. Um, and people who've got their wind whistles, they use them and enjoy them, but if you wanna kinda of go to the next level, find out what your whistle's name is, find out what your whistle's strengths are, then I recommend that you wake up your whistle. Hmm. So we're gonna wake uh, up some whistles here tonight, right? We're gonna wake up some whistles. So. Um, I was trained, like you said, in the Cherokee way, and a lot of people are trained differently. And around the world, the cardinal directions are given different names, different animals, different colors that correlate with those directions. So what I did is, for the purpose of this exercise, because we have a lot of beginners out there, is I'm going to use the cardinal names from the Winds of Spirit book. How cool is that? who wake up our whistles. Um, most of all, it's the intent that matters. Just like with anything that we do in healing or anything else, the intent is huge. So your intent is to strictly wake up the wind whistle, just to 
to wake it up to so that it might tell you its name, um, well, might give you some information. Wake, waking up your tools, yes, you can get information from them. But what you are doing is you are bonding with this whistle, a bond between just the two of you. And right. from the and from the time you wake up a tool like a wind whistle or like my new beautiful flute that I just got for as a gift. Um, Let's see the flute. Oh, it's a that was fast. <laughs> it's a cedar curly maple flute from Ecuador. I was given. Wow, it's beautiful. Each talk next week is going to talk about this amazing trip he has to Ecuador in the in June. That I know. I've been it looks so <laughs> awesome. I was telling my teacher last night, you were talking about Ecuador and here's this amazing trip. So next week, make sure you join us to hear about, I mean, he's got a lineup of, of, of elders. That's just amazing. Come here. I've, I've, been, Come here. I've been following his posts and it's definitely in the ethers over here, playing with my left brain a lot. But I know it does look magical. Yeah, we, I think we should all jump on board and go have a good time. You know, if I wasn't launching a book this year, I might even consider it. So, well, um, and, and mine's supposed to be coming out in July, so that's going to be a really hard time for me too. I know that's part of the this part of how do you get in? You know, that's part of the thing with fun is how do you get it all in? I don't you know. know how I do you get to everything you want to do. I don't know. I just got two days off after six weeks straight in the gallery, and it's like. All I did was wander the mountains and play flutes and whistles and have fun. Oh, before you wake up the whistle, you just tell us about your walkabout. Um, I do a lot of work um, down here in southern Arizona. There are numerous sacred sites. There are petroglyphs. There are caves that that a lot of the indigenous people in the area have used for years. Um, there's one cave that they believe their creator lives in. And I go to these places and we do a lot of ceremony and we try and heal the land and heal the area um, and try and heal mom earth. She needs every bit of help we can give her. And so she just completed a walkabout that looked really fun. So did you take your whistle with you? I did. Actually, I took two whistles because I have a very, very old, old um, bird whistle from Peru that I took as well. Um, I took my ancient Tibetan shaman drum. We went to some amazing places all within, I don't know, 40, 50 miles of here. Nice. And there were four shamans that spent a week doing work out in the desert. That's great. So there's, yeah. and, and for those of you who are beginners, you know, there's people who tend to the land. Um, I know other healers who tend to disenfranchise spirits who like every day they open their door and their spirits that need to be, you know, transitioned over. And uh, there's people like me who work with uh, business and, and world affairs and clearly words. And, you know, I work in the treatment center. So there's there's so many places where you can show up to do your healing work. For example, uh, the other day we, we lost somebody at work. They were there on Friday and Monday they were gone. And I walked into work on Friday and I do a lot of work with people crossing over always have before I even knew what healing was. I, I journeyed somebody to the other side. And so what happened was I saw that there was a big hole there. Like this person's, they, it was such a rapid transition. They were still wandering the, their workscape and yet their desk had been cleared off. And 
so I said, well, why don't we just get together in a circle tomorrow and I'll blow the wind whistle. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many young people came up to me afterwards and said, thank you. You yeah. know, thank you for, for, you know, we, we released it today. I went into over, went into the office there and it, the energy had shifted, you know, 150%. So if you don't know what kind of healing work you do, you might just want to start with your wind whistle, waking it up and, and start to see what it informs you of in your life. Absolutely. And, you know, when I say walking the land, I mean, yes, I go to a lot of sacred sites, but you know, there's a lot of trapped souls we work with. There's, you know, a lot of portals that we work with. It's endless what you can do. And when you wake up your tools, that connection of that spirit within that tool, the help you can receive from them and the messages and the information is just astounding. I woke well, I'm up excited. Yeah, I woke up this the wind whistle you sent me the day after you got it. I got it and the 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 connections to other things that are happening like this flute coming to me and I've been thinking about going to Ecuador. You know, who knew? I mean, it just gets more magic. Every day is magic. Well, then you certainly will be on the call next week or listen to the replay when I, you know, talk to Ishtak about that. Yeah, um, I mean. So I now, like, I just want to tell everyone, like, I have so many whistles sitting around here and I just pick up a different one all the time. And so I don't know if I'm waking one up and putting one down, but because like last night I was doing a radio interview and it seemed like they just seem to one is calls up for a certain time and then the other one calls. But what I will tell you about this whistle, and I don't know where the original one is at the moment. It's in a, it's in my sacred bag um, that when I heard the call of the wind whistle at um, the, the pyramids in Mexico city, it called me. Mm-hmm. I was across the, and I had three other whistles I had purchased and I'm there like, I'll trade you all of these for that. Right. And that's where this journey started with these wind whistles. And then, you know, like what you say that people just show up, a sound scientist just showed up one day in my wind search. And I said, Hey, I've got this whistle. I said, but you know, I really want a friendlier face on my whistle, you know, cause it's, it came and you asked me where these whistles were from. So I'll give you just a little bit of, of information. They were the death whistle, the Jaguar whistle, the, right. the death call whistle. And they have a high, they had a high shrill sound. And I'm there like, you know, some, of them. some of them do. <laughs> I'm thinking like, well, this could be like, this could be a, a different kind of an invitation and I don't know why I was guided, but then the man who the sound scientist introduced me to this artisan uh, outside of Mexico City. And let me tell you, he only speaks Spanish. So I translate from Google and he translates from Google and I send him money and he sends me whistles and I haven't met him. And one day I'm there like, well, maybe we need an agreement. So my friend comes over who speaks Spanish and he says, oh, yeah, he's a good guy. And this is how this has been. It's been a handshake. And, and, you know, I tell them I need more, I need 40 more whistles because they're, they're like flying out the door every week. Right. I'm sending off 10, 15, 20 wind whistles. Right. Well, it's interesting because I woke up the whistle that you sent me right after I got it. And it's really interesting because every whistle has a name, which you never share with anyone that's between you and the whistle. 
Um, but the whistle you sent me is a communication whistle. Hmm. And I can literally go outside and blow this whistle and think of a person and walk in the door and they're on the phone. Nice. I can do a healing journey for someone and I need to go get pieces from a relative in the past and I can get to them instantly with this whistle. How cool uh, is that? Pardon me? I said, how great is that? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a wonderful tool. So it's really fun when you wake them up and you know their name and you can call to them even when you're at work and you don't have your whistle with you, you can call to your whistle and that spirit is there with you. So oh, you, got, you got backup. You got someone covering your back. I have that with all my tools. And when I go out and do work, the first thing I do the night before is I sit quietly and I ask, okay, who wants to go and why? I mean, what, what are we going to be up against? Who wants to go be, and because of what? So I have some information before I head out the door. And so let's just talk about how different that we have a lot of people listening. Jeffrey's here and, and Julie's here and Rebecca's here. And I just want to say hello, a shout out to all of you. Hi, everybody. And um, off, I can never say her name. Alfie's here from, um, from Ireland. So we have a quite, a quite a collection. Heather couldn't stay the whole time because sure. after all, it is Valentine's Day. And yeah. maybe she's getting some romance. Um, but the difference between Darcy and I is I'm there like, okay, where are those whistles? I've got to pack them up and take them with me. And, and so I get wind slaps sometimes because I don't necessarily take things seriously enough in terms of my medicine tools. And I, I've had to, you know, I, this is the way I do it. So I want you to know. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. And you get a right to be however you are with your whistle. But she's going to teach us how to wake it up. So you're going to show us how we can wake up our whistles? Yep. And like I said before, the most important thing is not doing it right or wrong necessarily. It's the, there is no right or wrong. It's the intent. Okay. So this is how I was trained. Okay. And I have my wind whistle here. And I recommend the first thing you do is stage your whistle and then stage yourself. Okay. Give it a good cleaning. And then what I want you to do is hold your whistle in both hands. I want you to stand facing north. I have my sage. Yep, I just saged the whole place. Uh, stand facing north, preferably outside. Soften your knees and ground yourself. Hold the whistle with both hands with the mouthpiece facing your heart chakra. Okay? Raise both hands to the north and say, Boreas, it is I. State your name, Darcy. I ask you to draw near and bless this whistle and me and run your energy through this whistle. And then you take a deep breath and bring the whistle to your lips and you're going to blow through the whistle. And I want you to feel or see the north wind energy go through that whistle. And it's a powerful exhalation because you're dealing with Boreas. Okay? So you lift it. <laughs> And release. It's not a soft wind. You've got Boreas sending his energy into this whistle. All right? Then you will turn east. You will hold the whistle in the same way towards your heart chakra. And you'll say, Eurus, it is I. State your name. I ask you to draw near. Bless this whistle in me and run your energy through the whistle. And you will blow it to the east and see the east wind energies 
go through the whistle. You will turn to the south and you will repeat the whole thing with notice blowing through the whistle. Okay? Last, and then you will turn to the west and repeat with our dear friend Zephyrus. <laughs> and you will say it is I, Darcy. I ask you to draw near, bless this whistle in me, and run your energy through this whistle. You'll take a deep breath and bring the whistle to your lips and blow the whistle and feel and see Zephyrus, the west wind, blowing through your whistle. Then you will turn back to the north and you will look to the sky, all right? And you will hold your whistle up high like this to the left of your body and you'll repeat it and say, Father Sky, I ask you to draw near and bless this wind whistle and run your energy through it and you will blow in a semicircle over your head in a sky motion. And then you will finish up by doing the same thing with Mother Earth or Pachimama, okay? Asking her to bring her energy into this pipe. Run that energy. Take a deep breath and a semicircle from your right down below your knees and up. And then you're finished and you will say, thy will be done, okay? You've woken up your wind whistle. The next thing you need to do is find a little bit of quiet time. Sit with your wind whistle. Lay down somewhere. Turn on some drumming or some flute music or go outside where the wind is blowing and place your wind whistle on your heart. Ground yourself and ask your wind whistle some questions. What is your name? And if you don't understand the name, because a lot of times you won't, you can ask them to spell it out. I've gotten into a lot of trouble thinking it's like Gabo and it's really Kato, and it makes a big difference, okay? Um, and I always ask, you know, what, what is this whistle's strength? What's its purpose? What, what can I use it for? How can it help me? And take time. You can ask a thousand questions. I think that's the hardest thing for any healer or anybody doing journeys. We never ask enough questions. Um, and the very last thing you want to say before you finish your conversation with your whistle is, ask it, will you always agree, will you always obey me and never take anything into your own hands? And that's the end of the ceremony. Wow, that's incredible. And why do we want to tell them to, why do you want your wind whistle to obey you? Well, let me put it this way, okay? Um, <laughs> for the same reason you never share the name of your whistle. If somebody else has the name of your whistle, they can use your whistle and they can use it. But if your whistle agrees to only obey you, that can never happen. Oh. Protection for the whistle more than anything else, okay? That's awesome. You know, and we've talked about that when we've done some ceremonies live where we've talked about like, this is sacred and, and, you know, and we're living in such a share society, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, but sacred, sacred means sacred, keeping it sacred until it's ready. It's ready form to share. And so, but like your, your, your naming of your whistle or like a Vedic uh, Hindu mantra, you never share your personal mantra. So you're Correct. something like that. Right. And once you've woken up your whistle, um, I don't like 
any of my tools, of which I have many, I don't let anyone else handle them. They don't touch them. They don't play my drums. I have drums that, that people that go out with me can use, but they don't use my shaman drum. Mm -hmm. um, when I, Once I have woken up a tool, no one touches it. I've been a little lax. I do have a drum that I made with the Mapuches in Chile that I don't let, I keep covered under a cloth and it's, you know, it's my healing drum and right. it has the things in there that are, are specific to my healing work. So right. I, I understand that. Um, huh. I'm going to have to wake up a wind whistle. Who else has to wake up their wind whistle? A lot of people are listening here. Nice to see you, Deborah. And I know Deborah's a ceremonialist too, so I'm sure you're not saying anything she doesn't know. Does anyone have any questions? You can write them in the, the chat box that we can answer about these wind whistles. Uh, I know. I that, oh, I, you can't see the chat box. I'm in charge. <laughs> but if somebody has a, a, and the problem is, is if you open up the the, if you open it up in yours, then you'll be right. resounding twice. So I'm. It, or you can come and ask us that information later. We'll be happy to check it. One of the things that, um, that, so, so now you've woken it up and you've got a name. And right. then, then, what, then what I do like today, um, yesterday and today, cause I had some time off. I had time to do a wake up ceremony on my new flute. Um, I found out its name, which was astounding. Uh, I found out its strengths, and then I did some research on the information that it gave me, and I actually posted it. I posted a little um, write-up on it on my Apprentice Adept page, which is really located at is, is Walking the Land. That's the name? Oh, you changed it. Well, it's the Apprentice Adept, but it's at Is Walking the Land. Okay, all right. But anyway, I did a write-up on it because it was really fascinating because it took me to to um, South America, to the Mayans and the Aztecs, and it took me to a story of a young warrior who was trotting up steps of the temple, breaking his flutes along the way. Mm. I mean, things just happen that are magical. It's That's just great. Um, the one thing I will add, um, and it's just, I'm going to add it anyway, out of respect, um, if you've taken written notes about the ceremony, um, I ask when you complete your awakening of your tool that you burn or destroy those notes. Okay. Because in the old ways, the elders and storytellers told all the, the, the ceremonies in verbal form and they were not to be live on paper. So it's just a request I ask of you. And, and as she says that, I'm thrilled that, you know, <laughs> a lot of the information that came to this book, and I, I haven't really shared this because I don't want to get, you know, laughed out of the, the, the history books before I even get started is that fortunately the first people who could really write were a lot of the missionaries. Yeah. And so it was the missionaries who traveled around the world who, um, who observed the ceremonies and observed the traditions of people. And luckily they wrote them down. And like, it's like if you're reading today's news, you have to read it from, from the perspective of this is news, this isn't the truth. And then right. take that a little bit further, a little bit further. But what I do know is that so many of the traditions are still here that yes. are thousands of years old. So the fact that I believe that they were carried on the wind isn't so far fetched. And oh, no. so, so you would probably, you know, some of you might be 
learning that to wake up your whistle in a different way um, because you're being directed by the wind. Trust sure. me, the winds tell me so much. And this is one good way. And we'll be inviting other people who do other ceremonies. Um, these are these are Aztec and my, Peter, these are Aztec and Mayan wind whistles. They are being made for me in the wind work or make us, the wind clan, because I don't think it's a me project at all. Uh, they are being made for us by a um, somebody who lives outside of Mexico City who's studying anthropology and archaeology. And so what I would like to say about this is that after I found these wind whistles in Mexico and then they were redesigned for me, I know that I know that it was good medicine because um, before the book got published, there was a supermarket in Mexico City that when they raised it, um, underneath it was E-Kettle's um, wind temple of yeah. all things. And then months later, they found the, the medallion that was carried from one tribe to another tribe that whole, had the whole, carried the whole story about the wind. So right. I believe that this is, we're not only waking up our whistles, we're waking up the information that the wind is now ready to share with us. That's, which I believe comes out at uh, times of transformational change when the world is turning itself over for a new, new paradigm. So what was buried is now being released and these wind whistle are in this wind work and this, this book winds of spirit has ancient wisdom in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm humbled and honored that, that I did enough work for enough lifetimes that I could, you know, birth this process. And trust me, those who know me, it's been a, 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 a tricky labor period for the last few months as this has come out into the world. And it's worth the great responses we're getting around the world. And we have wind clan members from all over and, and that's and really exciting. Oh, the work is just starting because I've already, <laughs> people have already seen the solar winds coming in and, you know, and, you know, this is how I'm so practical. A few years ago, my friend Amy said to me, oh, you're going to do work with magnetics and develop a new healing system. And I laughed. I'm there like, huh, you know me. You're so etheric. What a, no, it's, unless it has to do with business coaching. <laughs> And they're all laughing at me now. You need, so. you need to come down here and meet a magical canyon that's so magnetically charged that you walk from one dimension to another all the way through the magnetic poles. I love it. We're going to have to have one of our Windwalker gatherings down in your places. Yeah, you all have to come down here to southern Arizona and play. What's the difference between the death whistles and this whistle? I wanted... This is essentially a refashioned death whistle because I wanted it to bring life forward. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to bring the wind forward and the death whistles. He actually sent me a death whistle. It's not here, but maybe next time I'll, I'll pull it out because it's across the room and he sent me one. The death whistle has a much higher pitch sound. I'm going to just play this so you can hear. Mine's very low. They're low. They're wind. They, they connect you to the earth and to those wind caves of time. Can I can I add something after you said that? Yeah. Uh, I think it's very appropriate that it's a death whistle because as healers and shamans, we die over and over and over again in this lifetime doing the work we do. So Absolutely. it's a fabulous tool. 
And so, Peter, listen. If you want to listen, I'll play the wind whistle again for us before we end this. Do we we covered pretty much everything, right? Let me see. Yep. In in Darcy's in the Wind Clan, and you can see her over at the Apprentice Adept and see some of her pictures. And you know, we'll be around to answer questions for this. Um, okay, this is we're gonna we're gonna close this with the wind whistling. You want to blow yours, and I'll blow mine. And and anyone else who's at home who has theirs handy. Let's send a message because uh, we were talking about Aztec and Mayan of all things. And uh, today's wind that I pulled for the collective is e-cattle, which I don't say as well as a Spanish speaking person, but it is the, the, the Aztec wind god. And he's about return, building from the ashes. And there's a whole story about, you can read over at the practical shaman.com because it's, it was really um, synchronistic that the wind of passion came up for Valentine's Day. So yeah. there is no, there's no, there's no, it's, I, I just go with the, I go with the winds these days because I'm always, always surprised because that's what makes me practical. You're probably never surprised no. because you're just yeah. living that realm. Yeah. That's what makes us such a wonderful tribe we've got growing here is that there's so many of you. Um, Darcy, make sure you add your, uh, your, your website, your post, your Facebook post under okay. that Sunday sharing. I, I created a link this week called a Sunday shout out. Okay. And that way we don't litter up the wall with everyone's marketing yeah, and things like that. But we have one, one thread. And then next Sunday we'll start another thread and, and maybe it'll be the same thread. Who knows? So that you can, can meet each other. We need to connect besides for on Facebook, like two people were talking from Germany, I believe last night. How cool is that? Yeah. So, all right. So let's let's blow the winds of passion for anyone who's struggling with heartbreak or anyone who wants a little more passion in their life. And let's let's see how that um, how that enlivens us all and brings us all from the ashes into a passionate uh, new new time. How's that sound? Good. Light up the heart chakra. All right. Well, light up the heart chakra tonight. All right, wind whistlers. Wowzy. Yeah. I can feel the resonance of anyone else who's at home working with their own wind whistling tool. And, uh, and it just felt so undulating to me. I hope that other people experience that too. Um, you've been listening to Wednesday, uh, with Renee. And like I said, tonight, next week, we'll have Ishtak Berry with us. Our guest tonight is Darcy Deming Fisher. And each week on Wednesdays, and I, the time might change around because of scheduling. And I'm, you know, there is no time in shaman land. 
and it's relative, but we'll try to get some consistency as we move forward. But they'll always be recorded and they'll always be on the Wind Clan wall and you'll get to see them. And tonight it was about waking up your wind whistle. And you can find these wind whistles if you don't have one over at thepracticalshaman.com. Or if you bought a book and you scroll down the Wind Clan wall, there's a good deal on the wind whistles this week. Because I think once you start reading the book, you're going to want a wind whistle. Here's my new book. If you could help share it, take pictures and share it on your wall, let's keep it at the top of Amazon so it it, it does well because we want to spread this wind. But the wind doesn't care. Uh, no. I care. That's my ego. The wind says it's going to do what it's going to do. But I have an ego because I'm human. And I want to thank you all for coming. Oh, we got our German person here. I was just talking about you. And um, thank you, Darcy. Is there one last thing you would like to close with? I'd just like to say that the book is incredible. The uh, wind whistles are extremely powerful. And I was, I feel so blessed to be able to add both of those new tools to my arsenal. Um, and I hope everybody has a magical experience when they wake up their wind whistle because it, it is magical. That's great. Now, you can't tell us your wind whistle's name, but you can certainly talk to us about the experience you had when you're when you're waking up your wind whistle and sharing it right on the post. So um, wake those wind whistles up and then let us know how it went. Uh, thank yes, you for joining us. No right? names. Yep. No I, names. Just I would love to hear the synchronicities around your life and your path with when you wake up your whistles and speak to them. And thank you so much for being part of this wind clan, Darcy. We're really with the, the, the level of people in our group just blows me away every day. Excited. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you, everyone. And we'll see you next Wednesday. I'll see you before then, but I'll see you next Wednesday live. Thanks, Renee.